Welcome to this last edition of the NCRI Women's Committee podcast in 2023. December 22nd marks the birthday of Yalda Agafazli, a young resistant woman who lost her life during the protests in 2022. She's called by her fellow compatriots the convict who did not express remorse. In this episode, we'll examine Yalda's fate and continue with an overview of the struggle of Iranian women and girls. She was named Yalda because she was born on the longest night of the year in 2002. In Iranian culture, the winter solstice is referred to as Yalda, symbolizing the triumph of light over darkness and celebrated accordingly. Yalda Agfazli was a defiant young woman striving for freedoms withheld by the theocratic regime. She actively participated in the protests that commenced in September 2022 following the tragic murder of Gina Mahsa Amini while in the custody of the Moral Police. Unfortunately, Yalda was arrested on the 26th of October, just a little over a month into the uprising. The 19-year-old protester spent four days in Evin prison before being transferred to the notorious Qarchak prison, where she remained detained for another 11 days. In a call from Gatchak prison, she mentioned that one couldn't fathom the extent of the beatings she endured in prison to coerce confessions against her will. During these 12 or 13 days, I faced more beatings than in all my 19 years of life. My voice became hoarse because I screamed and shouted constantly. Yet I remained steadfast and didn't show any remorse until the very end. They wrote in my file, the accused did not express remorse. And I said, yes, that's right, I won't express remorse. Until the very last moment, I stood by everything I had done. They accused me of being involved in the riots, and I admitted to it. I didn't cry. Instead, I shouted and screamed so much. That's why my voice is hoarse. They beat me severely, beyond imagination. I can't speak much about it here, but once I'm out, I'll tell you everything face to face. I'll share all the details. In yet another audio recording, she expresses sheer happiness that she didn't yield. She proudly states... I didn't express any regret until the very end. In her file, it was noted that the accused did not express remorse. Her reaction, yeah, exactly. Upon her release on bail on November 9th, Yalda felt relieved that news of her arrest had gained widespread attention and she expressed deep gratitude to everyone for their support. Tragically, two days later, on November 11th, reports surfaced stating that she had died. Initially, it was claimed that she had thrown herself from a rooftop, but state media later alleged that she died from a crack overdose. 
Yalda Agafazli is among many protesters who died under suspicious circumstances after their release from prison. These deaths have raised significant concerns and questions about the treatment these individuals faced while detained. There are widespread rumors that prison authorities administer lethal injections to resistant prisoners before releasing them, leading to their deaths outside prison walls. This method allows them to evade responsibility for the protesters' death while instilling fear in the public and deterring others from participating in anti-regime protests. Let's listen to another recorded call from Yalda Al-Fazli that sheds light on the circumstances of the arrest of many protesters, especially young women, by the regime's ruthless security forces. They suddenly started chasing me, like they had it out for me because they couldn't catch me before. I usually went out solo, and that night near the university on Engelob Avenue, this guy on a motorcycle yelled, Get that kid! He zoomed right at me on his bike, spraying pepper spray right straight into my eyes. I tried to block it with my hands, but he grabbed my hands and tied them up tight with these wristbands. I couldn't even feel my veins, they were so tight. Then a bunch of them pinned me against the wall, pushed me down, and shone a flashlight in my face, shouting, What's your name? What's your name? And then with my eyes shut tight, they dragged me and tossed me into a van. We hope to have given you a feeling of what it's like for a young woman to get caught by security forces in Iran and what they go through in the jails. Additional information was published this month by Amnesty International that documented the Iranian regime's systematic use of sexual violence against dissenters and protesters. The organization interviewed 45 survivors of the nationwide protests, including 26 men, 12 women, and seven children who fell victim to rape, gang rape, and various forms of sexual violence. The report explicitly identifies the culprits as agents from the Revolutionary Guards, the paramilitary Basij Force, the Ministry of Intelligence, and branches of the police, including the Public Security Police, the Investigation Unit, and the Special Forces.
to advanced communications in the 21st century, the bravery and courage of Iranian women during the 2022 Iran uprising became visible worldwide. Their actions won the hearts and minds of people globally and were rightfully honored with several awards. It's important to recognize that this phenomenon didn't arise overnight. It's the result of generations of Iranian women actively engaging in the fight for democracy, dating back to the late 18th century constitutional movement. Notably, they've played a significant role in opposing the Mullah's regime for over four decades. In the 1980s, thousands of teenage girls, young women and even pregnant women were tragically massacred for bravely standing up against the regime, ultimately leaving an indelible mark on Iran's history. From among dozens of more recent examples, one could mention Zainab Jalalian, a Kurdish political prisoner who has spent the last 15 years in prison without a single day of leave, even for necessary medical care. Similarly, Maryam Akbari Monfared, a mother of three daughters, has been incarcerated for 14 years without any time off for seeking justice for four of her siblings executed by the regime in the 1980s for being members of the opposition PMY-MEK. Both women are held in distant prisons, making it extremely challenging for their families to visit them. A few months ago, Maria Akbari was sentenced to an additional two years for publishing letters that urged protesters to persist in their fight. As we embrace this holiday season, let's take a moment to honor the courageous women and girls in Iran who risked their lives battling a ruthless theocratic regime that is hostile not just to women, but to all of humanity. They confront these challenges with eyes wide open, fully aware of the hardships they'll endure, knowing that death might be the easiest outcome. Yet they persevere. These brave souls deserve universal support. And we implore you to stand by the struggle of Iranian women and girls in their quest for democracy and freedom. Remember to explore our website, women.ncr-iran.org. We hope that you enjoyed our last episode of 2023. Here's to your health and success in the upcoming new year and a joyful holiday season. Join us next year for more inspiring stories from the struggle of Iranian women. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.